Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the faithful, the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Fuck, I'm exhausted. He's Dude, exhausted. I don't have enough time in my life. Yeah, you really been, don't. Even just since I got to the house like five minutes ago, we basically just got here, turned the mics on. He's been running around frantic, opening the door, kicking the dog out, <laughs> kicking the dog back in, cleaning up piss, making margaritas. I fucking hate my dogs. <laughs> I don't. I'm not fond of your dogs either. But Remy's such an asshole. Let's not get sidetracked. We have very many things to talk Dude, about. Dude, I just, I just, well, I just came back from Winnipeg. Obviously, yeah. his favorite place in the whole wide world. I like Winnipeg. We didn't go there. Went to Manitoba. Went to my hunting lodge just yeah. to fix it. Yeah. For a week, fix the plumbing. I uh, pressure washed all the stain off the deck, the wood siding, the half log siding, both decks, restained them all. You got some before and after pics or what? Uh, no, totally forgot the befores. So <laughs> you got some after pics though. Got some afters. That's cool. You need the before and after is great, so you can feel Way good better. about yourself. See what you accomplished. Yeah, no, we have none of that. <laughs> For all we know, somebody it's just a perfectly pristine cabin the whole time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck, we had to, we drove 20 something hours straight. Jesus. It's 20 hours, but it was more both times. Yeah. Because we ran into construction a little bit and it's a fucking nightmare. It's we can- had to take both dogs. It's that old Canadian <laughs> joke, man. What? Canada's four seasons. Winter, no, almost winter, winter, just was winter and construction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt like it. I, uh, we have three dogs in the car. Why? Because no, we have no babysitters for our dogs. Oh, We're going true. for like a week. Leah couldn't do it? She probably could have, but she works all day, and yeah. I didn't want to give my dogs to her roommates, yeah. you know, because they essentially look after her dog. Okay. Yeah, I would I would hate that to take care of my roommate's dog. I'm actually going to be dog-sitting for a month. Are Isn't you? Isn't that exciting? Well, you could have dog-sitting my dog, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you never asked. That's true. But the, we... the Maverick's old, and he's he's been to the hunting lodge so many times, he knows his place. He it's gets in last, the kennel. Last trip. We get He gets in the kennel. In the back of the truck yeah. and sleeps the whole time. He's perfect. He won't eat or drink until that's, we get that's a veteran move. Won't eat or drink until we get there. We try and give him stuff. He just won't do it. Like, I know how this piss. is. I don't want to One shit time he cage. had to piss himself. You know what I mean? Probably. <laughs> yeah. So he just doesn't do I, it. I could perfect be in here dog. forever. <laughs> yeah. Remy, on the other hand, had to sit on my lap mm-hmm. in the front because my uncle brought his fucking retard dog, Paul. <laughs> Paul. That's the fucking dog's name. Was his name used to be Saul? What? That's a Bible joke. Is it? Explain yeah. it right now. Okay, well, Saul was a Pharisee or a Sadducee or something that went around persecuting Christians, and then Jesus appeared to him and said, Saul, why do you hurt me? And then Saul's like, who's that? He's like, it's Jesus, and whatever you do to my brethren, you do to me. And then he said, you shall now be called Paul, and Saul was named to Paul, and Paul... Paul is wrote re- those, all those books. Yeah. Paul's responsible... Uh, what a big fuck you to Jesus. ...for Christianity, really. <laughs> Guess what got him to rewrite all the stuff you wrote? <laughs> Not necessarily rewrite, but add most of the lore too. Yeah, Jesus basically said, I'm the way, the truth. Or they yeah, but, say that he said that. Yeah, but the lore isn't like explaining how it went. The lore is, by the way, you don't have to believe any of that shit. Yeah, but here's some other stuff you need to believe. Yeah. And so this, he like rewrote the Bible. And then he gave a bunch of rules to the church. Like how this is how you guys are supposed to interact. All the letters, um, you know, Paul's letters, Acts. Yeah. Philippians, those are all names of people that he, this is the letter to the Philippians, the letter to the Ephesians. The, those are like, do you think he ever sent them? Yeah. That's what, that's how we got them. Wait. So they weren't who, who, who made the Bible then? 
Who pieced it together if Paul didn't? I assume Again, Paul was like in charge of this shit. No, 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 no. And no. just like put it all his no, own no, stuff no. They, in the Bible. They fucking, they, there was arguments about it at the time. There was different councils. The Council of Nicaea, I think, was one of the big ones. The first, there's three councils of Antioch. And these happened 50 to 20 to sometimes 100 years apart. Oh, so Paul didn't even know he accomplished anything. Yeah, they took all of Paul's letters. Actually, we don't know. We took the Paul's letters that are in the Bible. Maybe mm-hmm. there was more letters that for sure there's didn't, more that didn't obviously. appear or that they, they didn't choose to put in. They argued about it, and it's you know, it's at some point they said this is the Bible, and there's even two. There's the Eastern Orthodox Bible, and the, like the Bible we're reading is the West Bible, and then there's the East Orthodox, which has Maccabees and Massonea and a few there's other extra books. books in it. Yeah, more stuff. What? Right? And those are the two main ones, and I think. Everything's based derivative of those. The more you know, the dumber it gets. Yeah, and then there's, I mean, and then there's the versions, right? The King James version came around because, but those aren't more or less books. I thought those are different wording. Those are translations. Yeah, translations. Because after a hundred years, the language isn't the same, so you need to update it, right? Yeah. So the NIV is what we read because it's you know plain English, and who knows what meanings have been added to or lost. Whoever edits it gets the power to, you know what? I'm going to leave that part out. Where it says women can be preachers in church. They just don't put that part in the Bible, and then that's... Does it specifically say they can't? No, I'm just saying that's one, like something that could have happened. Are there women preachers? There's women leaders in the Bible. Are there women preachers? Just how, like, there's gay preachers now. Mm-hmm. Have women not have the my same... My mom's a preacher. She's a preacher? Yeah. And I tell my mom, why are you wearing pants and talking in church? Because that's in the New Testament. What does she, she say? She says, oh, there's lots of famous women leaders in the Bible. I'm like, Paul said you're not allowed to wear pants or put stuff in your hair or talk in front of men in church. Mm-hmm. And then she'll say, you know, that was a different time. And then you smack her as hard as the Bible allows. <laughs> Which is pretty fucking hard. <laughs> so, so my fucking dog puked on me three times in the first hour. In the first hour? Remy. Yeah. Three times in the first hour. That sucks. And then, I, and then we got gravel and just gave it to him. And I was like, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. The fucking little asshole won't, he won't stop squirming unless he was on a pillow on someone's lap. What movie is that from? If he dies, he dies. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Rocky. They're fucking. Oh yeah. Beating yeah. The shit out of it to the corner. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, he's such a little prick. I got I got riddled with poison ivy again. Why? Riddled with it. Oh, I no guess idea. working around I the took cabin. Every prevention. Every precaution. Every precaution. I took I put changed my socks every day. Mm-hmm. I tucked my jeans into my socks and wore shirts and I wiped down all my arms with uh, detergent, which is what you're supposed to do, every couple hours. <laughs> It's covering my entire body. I noticed a few on your on It's your on neck, my neck. It covers chest. my whole chest just like it Let does my see. neck. Let me see. Look at my ankle. Can you see that? Yeah, you've been scratching the shit out of me. He's got some bright oh, I, red I, splotches. They're not scratched. They're not scratched. Look at them. They're big. Ooh, pus, abscess, they're just pus Abscesses, blisters. yeah. yeah. Ouch. That, is it painful or I look like a witch in a cartoon. <laughs> just boils everywhere. Ugh. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah. I, is yeah, it, it is, painful Caleb. or uncomfortable? What's, it itches yeah. like hell. It doesn't hurt at all. I don't scratch it. Yeah. You don't? No. How? How? 
So willpower. I don't have any of that. Willpower. That's if we, why if I'm I, an addict to like every drug I, I have available to me. I scratch every itch I have. I don't. I'm like, oh. I you just, scratch poison ivy blisters that big. They don't just scab over. They ooze for days. I would just then you have to put like bandage on it, and then the bandage like keeps it moist, so it keeps it oozing. It's fucking disgusting. So that sucks. So you got poison ivied? Yeah, (laughs) I'm in a real bad mood. You know, got puked on, got full of poison ivy. I didn't sleep, but I hate. I'm never driving to Winnipeg again. No. Why would it's like a hundred dollar flight? I guess you drove all your tools and shit. Yes, that's why. Yeah, paint sprayer and. Power washer and Because, yeah, renting it all would be and retarded. Fucking dogs. And shipping it all fucking would be retarded. dogs. <laughs> Next time I'm flying, I almost flew back. Yeah. I was this close. Looked up because there's like $100 flights. But I'd have to... There's 250 bucks, and I was like, that's just a little too much. Yeah. I got my brother to drive back, and I flew when, we, when I moved back from Ontario. It's a dick move. I mean, he was already doing it, and I just flew. It was awesome. Did I tell you that story of me the, with the hot sauce grenade? No. <laughs> what that can't be a bad story so when it on, starts like that on the way to the airport we stopped at an outlet mall was it in a water balloon no it was in a grenade like a fake looking grenade are you what okay so we went to this outlet mall and we, i was bored as fuck is it like those paintball grenades yeah it looks like one of those but it, it was called flashbang and it says the world's there's this hot sauce store in the mall and it said the world's hottest hot sauce and oh that's not it's not like supposed to explode. That's the container no, for the, the hot contain- sauce. Yeah, I've seen yeah, that yes, before. Yes. So they say, so this guy, I walk in there. I'm like, is this really the world's hottest hot sauce? He's like, you know, Guinness World Book of Records, you know, hottest hot sauce. <laughs> and it was like $30 for like a vial of like, you know, 15 milliliters or something. Yeah. And it comes in this grenade. And I was like, I'm going to, because my buddy brags about how he can eat anything hot. I'm like, well, we'll oh, see. that's a dick move. So, well, he, I wouldn't spike him with it. I would say, Devo, they say this is the hottest sauce in the world. It's a dick move because you know he's going to do it. Yeah. So, by the way, so we're going to the airport, right? I don't even have a backpack. I just got, like, the clothes I'm wearing. So, because I just getting on the plane. All my stuff's getting shipped. I got my, like, I got maybe got a little tote bag or something. <laughs> So I buy this grenade looking hot sauce and then I get to the airport and I'm going through security and I'm like, I have no luggage and I'm carrying a grenade. I'm like, this is a really stupid idea. Yeah. And it's made designed to look like a grenade. And so I get to the front and I'm like, listen, this is going to sound really dumb. And I told him what I just told you, I got this hot sauce. It comes in a grenade thing. Like you can take it away. I didn't think this through, but this is, it's not a grenade. It's hot sauce. Here it is. And then the guy doing the screening was like this Sikh dude. He had a big orange turban on. Actually, it was a no- it was like a normal white guy. And his boss, he wipes him over. And this big Sikh dude, the beard and the turban, he comes over. He's reading the ingredients. He's like, you know, ghost peppers, scorpion, this and that. Um, read some of the. It's like you. This is crazy hot. Crazy hot. You <laughs> <laughs> would know. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you could take this with you. So I brought it on the plane. That is honestly, that's more dangerous than a box cutter. In, in if you smash that thing on a plane, well, it would gas the whole plane. Here's Everyone what would be blind. Here's what fucking happened. No way. I'm wearing basketball no shorts. Way. On the descent into Kelowna. Thank God it wasn't. Oh, the pressure broke it. I started to smell hot sauce, <gasps> and I my eyes started to water, and I was like, oh fuck. And it's like, we're landing in Kelowna just kept it in, in 15 pocket? minutes. I didn't know what else to do. So I, I... They don't give you a plastic bag back then to put it in? 
Um, because that's like the precaution. I have any liquid because they explode. You it get was a little in, baggy. So it's in its grenade in a like a, a, like the way you get bullshit from Canadian Tire and that fucking hard to cut open packaging. Yeah, it's oh, in the, one of those. The hard plastic with like a green green cardboard. It leaked through that. It something happened and it leaked and my eyes started wandering and I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, and I'm just like. You know, it's in my pocket. I, t- I take it out of you. my pocket, and then I'm like nervous. I'm holding this grenade, <laughs> and I'm like twitchy, and people are looking at me, and I like, you know, I don't know what to. So I just kind of like hold it there, like next to me, and it's getting stronger. And like the people in front of me are going, <clears throat> that's <clears throat> that's gonna fuck people up. Like, so we get off the plane, and you know, Wait, you got away with it. Ten minutes. It was. We were on the descent. It was the last ten minutes of the flight. If no it, one's. If this thought, would have happened at the beginning, I think we might have had to open you the... Would, you would have landed. Like put you it, would have landed the flight. <laughs> no. 100%. Really? 100% If it gets have. in the ventilation. Absolutely. Just circulates air up there. So, yeah, dude, we get off the plane. What do you mean open a window? Were you about to say you'd have to open a window? No, the chute. They have a, some sort of garbage chute into the toilet place or something, right? It's sealed. Yeah, they just shit on cars. Yeah, but it's sealed. Okay. So it's in like the plane. Like it seals, it drops it, and then it seals, then it drops it again. Yeah. So put it down there and just drop it off the fucking plane. Oh, put your grenade thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But it would still be everywhere already. So anyways, it's starting to burn quite bad. I've been pepper sprayed before in my life. It's exactly what pepper spray is. It was, it was, it was that That's bad. That's what pepper spray is. And so they let you bring pepper spray on a plane in the container of a shape of a grenade. Yeah, this was like 2000. Is this post 9-11? Yeah, this was like 2015, 2013. No, 2000. What, time, what year is it? That's like the worst time Yeah, 2015. Fly. That's like the height of that shit. So... So, dude, it's burning my fucking... I had it in my pocket, like my basketball shorts pocket, and it's burning the fuck out of my balls and my upper thigh. For sure. My sister picks me up from the airport. I was like, Vashti, like, just keep your eyes on the road. I got my leg out the window with, like, my basketball shorts wide open, just blowing cold air up my taint. Because it it burned the whole way home. I had to... I knew from getting pepper sprayed, I didn't jump in the shower. Yep. Yeah, I just kind of... uh, I just, like, dabbed it and, like, iced it a little bit. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't excruciating, <laughs> but I did burn though, my fucking balls. I knew from being pepper sprayed, once I got this hot sauce on me, not to shower. Because <laughs> when I got pepper sprayed, me, what happened was we got in a fight and um, I got pepper sprayed by a cop. Because this cop put her hand on my shoulder. I turned around like cocked to punch her because I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. And then she just sprayed the fuck out of me. But then all the bystanders were like, that guy didn't start it. And so they let me go, but now I'm pepper sprayed. Me and my friend, actually. See, you know what's bullshit? Yeah. There's one more reason there shouldn't be female cops. Some big dude, you're a little troll dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some big guy at baton just whacks you in the leg and you're down. But now because <laughs> now it's a chick, the only measure she has is to pepper spray in the face. I think I'd rather get hit in the face with pepper spray than hit in the knees with a fucking police <laughs> baton. That <laughs> Those things are fucking brutal. I didn't say the knee. I didn't say to fucking break your kneecap. I don't know. The pepper spray was over in like five hours. That's such a long time. But a whack with one of those things would give you a bruise in the back of your leg for a week. Yeah, that's true. That would fucking... I don't know. I'd take the bruise. If if you had one of those and pepper spray, I'd get pepper sprayed again. If the cop was really big, he could just punch you in the face. Anyways, I we I got home finally, and the first thing I did was have a shower, and I spread it from my face to down my entire body. And then I called my friend Dex. I was like, Dexter, don't have a shower. He's like, just got out, burning everywhere. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's the exact same thing with poison ivy. If you get it a little on your body and you shower with soap, yeah. soap just spreads it around. You have to get poison ivy soap or detergent. 
because I made that mistake one time. I got it a bunch on my leg, and I didn't shower for a couple days because not there wasn't I've never a good shower been there. Afflicted. Most people aren't. I get it. The worst I've ever seen or ever heard of. I went to doctors and they're like, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> I, I I have like a little. We're gonna need to take a sample of this for the Smithsonian Museum. The Smithsonian. Smithsonian. Because <laughs> that's like you saw like a dime sized blister. Yeah, it was right? gross. So I've had those. Covering both arms and both legs. Jesus. And I went to the doctor, and they're all pop, half pop, you, half arm Kyle, pop. Kyle, are you sure it's not full-blown AIDS? You know what? <laughs> That's what I was like. There's no way this is poison ivy. This is full-blown this AIDS. This is full-blown AIDS. <laughs> I'm just super susceptible, and it gets in your bloodstream, and you're fucked. Speaking of pepper spray, yeah. four nights ago, um, there's some commotion going on in the alley behind my building. Somebody yelling nonsense. And uh, Camilla goes to the window. She's like, what's going on out there? I'm like, don't worry about it. They'll, they'll shut up in a second. And uh, didn't shut up. So I went to go see what's going on. There's a guy on his chest with like four cops sitting on his back. And they're just saying, calm down. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, really, buddy? Yeah. What are you going to do? They're like, calm down. And they're like, we're going to stand you up. And he starts spitting. And then they spray him in the face. He's like, ah, my fucking eyes hurt. <laughs> Fuck you. And then this guy, then they say something. He goes, Pardon me? Because <laughs> he didn't hear what they said. And they're like, please stop resisting. He's like, fuck you. He said, pardon, pardon me. me. I know. It was, the, it was surreal. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then eventually he goes, you're embarrassing me. Because <laughs> everybody's watching. All my neighbors are out on their decks. There's people out smoking cigarettes. We're all kind of laughing at this guy. I wonder what he did. They finally got him in the car. The whole neighborhood cheered. <laughs> fuck you, people. My fucking eyes hurt. That's such a tactic kids used to use. You know what I mean? Mm. Have you ever like a kid like start a fight and you get on top, right? Yeah. This is before like everyone really started beating the shit out of each other. You just kind of wrestle and yeah. pin each other. There was a little bit of sense of honor. You could lose a fight and it wouldn't be the end of your yeah. life. So you just pin the other person. They'd be like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And you're like, well, now I'm never going to let you go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Admit. Name 10 chocolate bars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I'm, you're ne- And they never would. They'd just be like, I'm going to fucking kill you. It doesn't seem like I it. I don't understand threatening when you've clearly been subdued. I don't know either. I've never done that in my life. I've been arrested I've a lot of times. It. I've never resisted arrest. Never, to my knowledge, once. I didn't resist, but the cop gave me an option. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've heard the story. Told it. Yeah, yeah, and I said, "Do what you got to do." And he grabbed my arm, put it behind my back, and slammed my face into the cop car <laughs> as hard as he could. What a dick! That was a kind of a dick move. I was being a dick too, <laughs> but it's your job not to be a dick. I was drunk at a club. Yeah, it's my job to be a dick. Um, oh man, speaking of getting kicked out, we haven't talked in like two weeks because Kyle's been in Winnipeg. Yeah. So I have like. I have like 10 good stories to so tell. we're not even going to read the Bible today. No, we have to read the Bible. No, we're not that's, even the point, read it. that's the point of the podcast, Kyle. We're going to go straight from stories to emails. People will stop reading. <laughs> we went to see Judas Priest. I didn't even know they were coming. How did I not know that? Um, you didn't tell me. Josh didn't tell me. If you don't listen to Power 104, I don't think... I don't you, listen to the radio. I wasn't going to go because the tickets were $100, but a guy Are I you knew... kidding? Yeah. A guy I knew got, got me a, like a cheap ticket because he was a part of some promotion or something. Anyways... How much? Twenty bucks. Are you kidding? And then we and you went. Didn't include me. We just went. It was, I. It was like a guy that I worked with at my first job ever, and he was like, "I got one ticket, twenty bucks. You want to come?" That was it. I wouldn't. It wasn't like I. There was more than one ticket to be had. It wasn't sold out. You probably could have got tickets at the door. Probably. Um, priest, priest, priest. So, <laughs> they. I mean, they were awesome. Uh, Uriah Heap was fucking really good at guitar. Uriah Heap's good. Man, they were fucking cool. Like I hadn't seen or really know knew what any of what. 
they did, but they I thought they put on a great show. That's an oldie. I got a Mickey of Fireball that I was sharing with everybody. You I, snuck it in? Yeah, of course. Nice. And then How do you sneak it in a metal show? Always in your gooch, man. You fucking put the Mickey in between your under your boxers, in between your ball net bag and your asshole. We don't wear my pants are too tight for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then way too tight for that. So, yeah, we dra- I drank it by your time your riot heap was over, so I went and got another one. So the- I was pretty fucking drunk Oh shit! by the time Priest got on. Uh, Rob Halford had this, like, purple pimp suit. Like, he looked like a, a warlock. He had, like, a fucking cane, like a scepter almost, a he's, wizard he's staff. He's like Lord of the Gays, eh? Yeah, <laughs> dude. He, he had, so is. He had, like, I can't remember if it was white or, like, green or something, but his goatee was, like, thing. he's, like, bald. He's got these big sunglasses on. He's just, ah! And he had these platform shoes that must have been like a foot high, and like his pit, so, purple pimp. Rope. I don't care how gay that sounds; it's badass. It was awesome. It's not even. You know what the thing is? I think Rob Halbert single-handedly made ninety-nine percent of metalheads not homophobic. Probably. Like the ones that were immediately, I like. Well, I've liked this guy, everything about him for a decade. So I guess gay people are cool, you know. <laughs> Because that kind of happened. I remember when people would be like, Rob, Rob Halford's gay. And people would be like, no. Yeah. No, he's not. We'd be like, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's actually really gay. He's banging Freddie Mercury. <laughs> they have the best sounding gay sex of all time. <laughs> oh, I get you. I guaranteed Freddie Mercury did some fucked up shit. I heard a story about him. Might have told us already. Yeah. That uh, I guess it's like one of those old rock wives tales type of things. So he's in like the Philippines or Thailand or some poor country in some brothel. And... Uh, I guess uh, he's fucking this like young boy. I don't know how young. The story is he's young. In the, just, how does this story come out? Just fucking him. You know, like just like roadie to roadie to roadie type okay. of thing. So this is a legend. It's a legend. Yeah, so he's fucking this young boy in the ass, and like he pink socks. You know, gross. Yeah. So then Freddie Mercury just goes out to the front. And he's like, "I broke this one. I need another." Oh my god. <laughs> Which is horrifying, but hilarious. Um, if you imagine it in his voice. So, yeah, we went up to the... We didn't have floor tickets, but we went on the floor. And... Uh, Do you jump the rail? No, we just went down. There's a late... Like an old-ass woman... A woman that has no business doing events. She could do Rockets games and show people <laughs> where their seats are. That's about but it. But she doesn't. So we're just like there. I just show her my ticket. She shines a light on it and then just waves me through. Oh, she didn't even look at it. No. She, I mean, she pretended to. Right? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know what I found out? You can get away, get into any show with just confidence. Oh, yeah. You I- just go. And if people, it's not worth their job to chase you if there's a line. If you're the only one, you're fucked, right? But if there's a line of people, you just walk by and they'll go, sir, sir. And then they'll go, ah, fuck it. Every time. So I, let's go with 80% of the time. Because there's that one guy that's like, I'm not letting this it fucking guy, guy go on my it watch. Is, it is 80%. If I was working that door, I'd be like, well, looks like I get a free shot on this guy. He's not even looking. So Folk Fest is like a big festival. And- I'm in the middle. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> so we get on the floor. We go up to the front. There's like all these old priest rocker dudes up front. And they're like not cool at all. Is they're- this like standing floor or chairs? It's chairs. But immediately everybody rushes to the front. It was honestly the energy of... 
Prospera was the worst. There was people sitting down throughout most of the show. I'm just going to say, that's what happens at rock shows now. It was Every, Their crowd's too old. Well, they were old. That's and what happens. Crowd's too old. Every time. The stadium time. was kind of too big. Like, it was pretty sparse around the bowl. Oh, Even the floor wasn't sold out. That hurts. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I had a great time. They played all the good songs. But anyways, these fucking old dudes are like, hey, d- you know, this is, it's a signed seating. Go to your seat, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want anything to do then with this guy. Then you just go like, uh, hey, remember when you were cool? When you <laughs> knew them when you were young? Remember that? <laughs> Think about those days when you were cool. <laughs> and act like I should have had a smart-ass comment, but I actually just went. I found a piece of the floor where nobody was and just played air guitar by myself basically the whole show. I was so I was so drunk and high. I just was like in my own world just loving Judas Priest. You entertain yourself better than I've seen anyone else in my life. I fucking love it, dude. It's almost like like it's a catharsis. You just go and you just fucking rock. You just let it all out. No, with everything. I've seen for listeners, I've seen Caleb. I've been we used to go, I guess 3 years ago now. Yeah. We go to the club sometimes. I've seen you at the club, like, level, whatever, just dancing, just tearing up on the dance floor, and hot girls try to dance with you, and you're just like, get get out of my way. You're impeding my dance moves. (laughs) Just solely there to dance. If you're having the most fun, people want to be around you. And, like, these girls are like, I learned that from, like, my older cool friends, and, like, we pick, they would pick up girls, but most of the time I'm like, I have a girlfriend, especially, so it's like, no, I'm I'm good. You want to dance here? I'll I'll move. I'll dance over here. <laughs> Some of them get real offended. Oh yeah, because hot girls are not used to being rejected. First of all, especially by me, especially by a little troll. I know they're like, I'm gonna go dance with this guy as a joke, and then I'm like, no, no beat it. <laughs> Anyways, so I moved to my own section. So apparently, I, there's pictures of this, so I know what happened. Josh and one of these old guys got. They told him to go to his seat, and he did. "Quote unquote," I did not abide, and they got in like a pushing, shoving match, and they asked Josh to leave, and Josh is like, "No," and this uh, woman security guard tries to like take Josh away, and Josh just goes limp. He just—that's his move. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Josh is so confrontational, non-confrontational. It's, yeah, he's like it's the, insane. So they're dragging him, uh, like trying to drag him, and yeah. his shirt's just like ripping at the neck, and he's just like totally limp. It took like four of them to carry them over his shoulders, and he got back in. How? Same exact. I don't know how he got the same. Back. Oh, the same old lady was at the front door. Probably as that was down there. Okay, go find <laughs> your seat. Uh, yeah, and they carried him out a second time. Pretty a fucking, second time. Twice he got Did kicked he, out because he tried to. They recognized him. I, he probably got immediately recognized and thrown out again, but because he came back with no shirt, he told me he got back in. I actually, I was separated from them, and then I just like woke up in my dad's condo, like where I'm not supposed to be. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy fuck! One of those again, eh? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I called Camilla. I was like, ah, I'm at the condo. Uh, I, I'm not gonna make it home. Uh, and she's like, What are you saying? And I was just like, I just kept saying condo, and then I hung up. Cool story. It is. You get next level drunk. You were on quite the tear. Oh my god! That so two nights ago we went to Vancouver to do uh, to do a spot. Yeah, to do a some sort of comedy competition in a casino. Okay. It was kind of last minute notice, and uh, Dave, Taz, I, and Tristan went to Vancouver. Tristan, new guy, Th- thick glasses, really new. Vampire teeth. Yeah, he's like a month in. Oh, don't know him at all then. Okay. Um, so we took a month, a month in a comedy guy. Yeah, because Conrad dropped out. Okay, so even, so, so even, tra- even trade. Dave is a fucking troll, right? 
Dave is on the group chat. He's saying, so no swearing, no jokes about cum, you know, no talking about your genitals. That's and awesome. people are like, what? Oh, my God. And Dave's like, I need I require four liters of orange pop. He just says that. And then I was like, to, who? to the group chat. Oh, OK. And they're like, what? OK. Like trying to like figure out what's going on because all, all, all the other comedians Is he talking to the ones in Vancouver too yeah that's all that all of them and they're all taking it seriously they're like are we seriously not allowed to swear I don't know what I'm gonna say you know <laughs> here's the thing in Kelowna that's funny in Vancouver that's a real thing yeah. that's a, those are real stipulations for shows so so I was like Dave you understand you now have to drink four liters of orange pop right and he's like and we're all like it's hilarious when we're in Abbotsford yeah. And then I bought two two liters of Orange Crush from the gas station and brought him into the casino. Then I was like, do it. And he was like, he said he was going to do it. And then you know how you get close. You're like, this is really dumb. It's probably not going to be funny. But yeah. he did it, dude. He just, he's like, went up there. He's like, okay. He didn't. He's, For his whole set? Yeah. Five minutes. In this and competition? He chugged a two liter of Orange Crush. He cracks it open. Just starts chugging it. He's not good at it, by the way. His eyes are watering. His, he's like crying. There's like shit coming out of his nose. It's hard. That much carbon dioxide in oh, your yeah. body It's super hurts. fizzy and yeah. freezing cold from the gas station. Oh, you're a dick. And he's like, oh, I'm going to throw up. And he's like, <laughs> it took him five minutes. I was laughing my head off. You know how that there's like the Andy Kaufman type laughs where it's not funny. Oh, I love laughing at comics. Then yeah. it's funny. And then it's not funny. And then it's weird. And then it's still going on. And he's like spinning. And he goes... <laughs> I'm a I'm a pop comic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. I got a big laugh, and then some girl just goes boo, and he keeps chugging Accurate. orange crush. <laughs> and then he, does the audience know what's going on? No, there's like how many people are there? And then he goes, "I'm Dave Pop," <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> I take it back. I love it now. His name's Dave Cop. Yeah. That's that's the best bit. Did not advance to the second round. No. Wow. It was fucking hilarious. So no it, one gave a shit about this competition. No. I mean, it was two hundred bucks in line. What I got was it for. It was just like who hosted it? Shane. Uh, yo, two hundred dollars. That's it. Two hundred fifty bucks or something. Yeah. Oh. I mean, whatever. Did you go to Vancouver. Dave drove four hours to drink two liters of Orange Crush and then drove four hours home. That's what Dave did. I hope he got gas money. <laughs> uh, I still owe him thirty bucks actually. All right, that sounds we, like a fucking blast. I feel like that's everything I've done in the last two weeks. Hey, we sped through it. That was a good, that was a good, yeah. good, uh, good. So I'm pretty sure I haven't even listened to my last podcast or done any descriptions. So do you know what we talked about last week? I'm not sure. We renewed the covenant at Mount Ebal. They took the city of I by uh, trickery and deceit. They did the feigned flight. Mm-hmm. Then they ambushed the city. And now this chapter is called the Gibeonite Deception. And I didn't read ahead today, so I don't well, you really don't have rem- to say that either. Didn't really you can just pretend we're prepared, you know, ready to go. Well, I just my reading might not be up to par. Oh, okay. So they won't notice. <laughs> uh, Joshua chapter nine, verse one. Now, when all the kings west of Jordan heard about these things, that's the these things, the sacking of Jericho and the city of Ai, the the mass murders, the yeah. genocide, the genocidal behavior of the Jews, ironically enough. <laughs> Those in the hill country, in the western foothills... <laughs> Do the Jews... No, they don't. of course they don't. What? There's got to be one more documented genocide prior to the Jews. Oh, there's tons. <clears throat> tons and tons. How old was the... Was it the Amorites that they wiped off the earth? Who the fuck was it? 
Um, they they were supposed to have wiped out yeah, the Amorites, which one? but the they Amorites. Sh- yeah, but they sh- the Amalekites. Amalekites. But the Amalekites showed up a few chapters later. Doesn't matter. Confirmed genocide. Yeah, of course. I mean, the Jews are not even the most recent genocide. There was the Rwanda, mm-hmm. Bosnia, the Armenians. A Holocaust just refers to a genocide, right? Yeah, but that's the Holocaust. I know what the Holocaust is. The Jews. Yeah, but but yeah. a Holocaust. Holo- so the Jews committed. Yeah, every a Holocaust. Well, everybody has. I haven't. You're not grand- my not my white ancestors. Gr- yes, not they, my German. Yes, they did. European ancestry. <laughs> Crystal clean. <laughs> that wasn't a genocide because God wanted us to. Exactly. You know what my my uncle said. Um, I don't know if it was him or someone else. He got like uh, an ancestry thing. Yeah. But it was it wasn't him. It was someone else in our family, and they were like, "How far back?" And then they went this far, and then like, "What happened after?" They like, they wouldn't tell, dude. So at it, this was like 150 years ago. I don't know how long they went far. I can't remember the number, but there's like a specific number in our German European history where they wouldn't tell us, dude. I want to do a sketch about those ancestry.ca commercials. It's like you know, your dad, your grand, your grandmother was a pioneer in you know discovering what plants are made out of and then it's just like all your parents were slave owning rapists all for seven generations just the shittiest people you just get your envelope back it's like oh god oh just like would, it's would not you, good for everybody would you rather be like the the family of the prost of the generations of prostitution so you're just getting raped for decades centuries or would yeah. you rather be the raper doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter at all. Would you rather be? I, I'd rather be the victim because I root for the Canucks and I root for the Falcons and we'll never win anything. Yeah, but there's no way a victim has a better bloodline. You know what I mean? Well, I, this is what I am, Kyle. <laughs> I want a pure rapist bloodline. <laughs> That's what I want. No, but there's a certain point. Write that down for title of pure the pure rapist bloodline. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> I'm going to delete that from the episode. Not that there's enough sound bites already, but yeah, I think. I was like, thinking back to the timeline, I was like, okay, my family, my grandfather's father was in the United States and came to Canada. Mm-hmm. So that's past World War II. So they weren't Nazis. Grandfather's father. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't Nazis. But I've not been able to get information beyond that. And that's World War I, right? Mm-hmm. A generation more than my grandfather's father. So my great-great-grandfather would be World War One. Sure. Like eight... World War One was nineteen ten. Yeah, so it's possible. So I'm like, didn't the Ger- the Germans tried to take over the world then too? They weren't killing Jews though, right? Yeah, that was more of a. They weren't. No, they weren't committing genocide. They that were, was they were trying to take over. That was the world, like though. kind of. I don't. You don't want to say a just war, but they. It was. Uh, was that a revolt against communism? There was nobody. There was nobody really in the. The absolute wrong. The war guilt question is why the Second World War happened because they made Germany take all the guilt from World War One when it really wasn't all their fault. Well, well it was a powder keg, right? Like war was going to happen. Okay, it just so happened that Germany violated Belgium's neutrality with the rape of Belgium, and they were scapegoats. But in order for them to win the war, or t- their plan to win the war, they had to violate Belgium's neutrality, which they asked nicely. They actually did what the Jews did. They said, "Can we just march through?" Don't blow up any bridges. We're going to be right out of your yeah. hair. We've heard that one before. Said everyone who owns a Bible. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, so. 
But I was like, that's how my that's how my mom's side of the family, World War One, they were Christian. You weren't allowed to be Christian in the Soviet communist whatever bullshit mm-hmm. all around Europe, so they got kicked out. So I think it was actually both sides. But then why would my uncle not be allowed to know, know the, our, our history? Because here's the thing. My great-grandfather was rich. What do you mean not allowed to know? <clears throat> As in Ancestry.ca like censors no, but, information? but someone in our family refused to tell him. Oh, Okay, so this, they were like, and this is before Ancestry.ca. This is like, a, okay, this a is legit just, expensive. This is just like we don't talk about yeah. your great grandfather. Yeah, something he did like some that. Shit. Great, great. Yeah, he yeah. did some shit. Exactly. We don't talk about that guy. But my grandfather, my great grandfather's rich during the Depression. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like fucking impossible to do. So it, people were exploited. Yeah, <laughs> and I just want to know how, so I can emulate it now and take over the world. <laughs> okay. So Joshua chapter nine. Now, when all the kings west of Jordan had heard about these things, the destroying of Jericho and I, those in the hill country, in the western foothills, and along the entire coast of the Great Sea, the Great Sea is the Mediterranean, um, as far as <laughs> Lebanon. Not, not that great. That was the Great Sea up at, at the time. Yeah, I could take it or leave I didn't it. know about the Pacific. Yeah. Um, um, as far as Lebanon, the kings of the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They all came together to make war against Joshua and Israel. So now Israel has stomped two cities and everybody, all their neighbors are going, fuck this. Make war is like the sensual way to say it, eh? Yeah. It's like make love. Make like, war. I don't, I don't fuck my girlfriend. I make love. Exactly. I don't, I don't murder my, <laughs> genocide my enemies. I make war. Exactly. It's much nicer. It's a nice euphemism. I pet the head as I stab them in the back. <laughs> um, however, when the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and I... They res- they resorted to a ruse. They went as a delegation. Ooh, those tricky Jews again, eh? No, no, this is the Gibeonites. When the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done, they 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 resorted to a ruse. Oh, is Gibeon is it Gibeon, Gibeon next in line? Gibeon's another town. So like, oh, it's next in line on the rampage. Yeah, Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Pezrites, they all like amassed an army. This is what the Gibeonites did. Okay, remember this is called the Gibeonite deception. They went out as a delegation whose donkeys were loaded with worn-out sacks and old wineskins cracked and mended. The men put worn and patched sandals on their feet and wore old clothes. All the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. Then they went... <laughs> they so, probably still had to eat that, though. Yeah. During, during this deception, someone still had to eat moldy bread. Then they went to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him and the men of Israel, We have come from a distant country country make a treaty with us so they're trying to make it seem like the real desperate yeah exactly i like it the but men the, of israel yeah but they're this is like the false retreat except they're getting it away right off the top like here's we're desperate we want to make a deal this is the retreat yeah and then i'm assuming they have a huge army waiting uh that's i think so too because if they don't the whole thing's fucked we have come from a distant country make a treaty with us the men of israel said to the hivites the men of Israel said to the Hivites, they, "What's going we're on?" We're just now? talking about the Gibeonites. When the people of Gibeon heard, they sent men anyway. So they said to the Hivites, "Perhaps you live near us. How then can we make a treaty with you?" I'm confused. Are they the same Maybe, people? They must be the same people. It says the men from Gibeon oh. went, and then the Israel said to Some the Hivites. So the maybe they're... Oh, the gay ones are all called Hivites. Or <laughs> the HIVites. <laughs> um, or maybe all the gay Gideonites. Maybe they're maybe so the Gibeonites go and they say to the neighboring people, the Hivites, um, perhaps you live near us. Can we make a treaty with you? I mean, we are your servants, they said to Joshua. 
I think Hivites is a different word for Gibeonites. Um, but Joshua asked, who are you? If I would have pre-read this, I would have done some I'll, I'll, research. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd know the answer. But uh, sorry. We'll just never know. Um, we'll never research it or talk about it ever again. And I didn't say pre-read. I just said if I would have read this before. That's good. I just want to strike that from mm-hmm. the record. Uh, we are your servants, they said to Joshua. But Joshua asked, who are you and where do you come from? They answered, your servants have come from a very distant country because of the fame of the Lord your God. For we have, He's, Oh, God's famous. They're, pa- they're pandering now. Yeah. Um, for we have heard reports of him, all that he did in Egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites east of Jordan, Sihon, you know king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan. It makes me think that uh, only the Jews called like the omnipotent being in, in the sky God. And then after the fact, when they were writing it, they called, they named everyone else's thing they worship God, even though they ne- the other people clearly never called it that. Because the way they phrase, they always call... Well, whatever the most powerful deity, entity, energy, they're going to call it God, right? Yeah. The Jews were unique in that they had one God. Because mm-hmm. most I'm people saying other people gods. didn't call it God. Because then when other people come up to the Jews, they go, God. No, they would have called it God because we, they, 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 you know, we worship uh, Maseroth. I'm just saying maybe the language isn't a one-to-one. But you'd say, who is your God? We worship the God of Maseroth. You know, bow before him. And we worship... The- See, I'm saying it probably wasn't like that. I, I think it was written after the fact. No, but everybody knows that, <clears throat> you know, we don't like those people. They worship different gods than us. They everybody knows understands the concept of God. The concept of a God, yes, but I'm saying the word God seems very Jewish in the Bible because the other people refer to just God, whereas they have names for all the other people's gods. Sometimes they say Yahweh or whatever, but most of the time they don't. They just say God. If you read an old version of the Bible, in yeah. this version it says God. In the old version, it always says Yahweh. So it's just a translation thing. Yeah, they, they made it simple. So that would make more and sense. And reduced to it to God. Um, so yeah, you reduce God. That should not so be. Joshua asked where they are and where they come from and their servants come from a distant country. Um, we heard what your God did. Um, and so back to the Bible, verse 11, back to the Bible uh, and our elders and all those living in our country said to us, take provisions for your journey, go and meet them and say to them, we are your servants, make a treaty with us. This bread of ours was warm when we packed it at home on the day we left to come out to you. But now you see how dry and moldy it is. And these wineskins that we filled were new, but now see how cracked they are. Oh, so they don't even believe their God's any good. And our clothes... Yeah, it's the, it's the, it, they're trying the to trick them. aren't even a little scared. Yeah, but you know how the other people, at least the other people that heard were like, holy fuck, their God's powerful. These guys are like, they're full of shit. Yeah. We're just going to tell them their God's good and they're going to believe it because they're morons. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Uh, the men of Israel sampled their provisions but did not inquire of the Lord. I wish Lord. I didn't know the answer. I'm rooting for the Gideon so bad right now. Gibeon. Gibeon. With, with a B. Gideon is a different character that comes later. Um, I'm rooting for the Hivites. He's a mass. <laughs> The Aidsites. Yeah, my brothers and Aids. The men of Israel sampled their provisions but did not inquire of the Lord. See, that's. See, they always put in that propaganda there. Like, if they only would have asked God, God would have showed them the way. But they didn't ask God, and now look what's about to happen to them. Right? Mm hmm. Then Joshua made a treaty of peace with them and let them live. And their leaders of their assembly. Wait, what happened just now? So the men of Israel went and looked at their. Their stuff. They're like, oh, these are old wineskins. Oh, the bread. Suck. We yeah. won't kill you. We won't kill you. You know, you're refugees. We're good people, mm-hmm. sorta. And uh, I mean, we like to pretend we are. 
if they would have asked God, God would have said probably kill him on the spot. So they, they uh, made a treaty of peace and the leaders of the assembly ratified it by oath. Three days later, three days, sorry, three days after they made the treaty with the Gibeonites, the Israelites heard that they were neighbors living near them. So the Israelites set out on the third day the, to their the cities. The Gibeonites were neighbors? So here's the deception. The Gibeonites said, look, we're, we're super far from you, okay? We traveled all this way. Look how dirty our shit is. Just make a treaty with us that you won't come conquer. Like, we are not even anywhere near you. Then they learned that Gibeon's right next door. And they're like, we're killing everybody around here, right? Oh, so are you not allowed to break a treaty? Uh, Isn't that all the Jews do is lie? Whoa, whoa Kyle. Um, I'm not, not taking it back. Um, hey, just let us pass through. We won't kill you. Murder. Up to hey, this point, yes. Snip off your dick and we'll have a treaty between our nations. Stab them all in the back with their dicks cut off. Yeah, that those two things did happen. Yeah, the- there is though. You do have your <clears throat> cultural or even um, what's the word for a whole group of people? Not race. Um, nation. Nation. Your yeah. Your your nation's credibility. Your nation's honor. If you become a nation of oath breakers, no one will make an oath for you with you. Absolutely. For, There's integrity. I exactly. understand that. So they make a treaty with the Gibeonites. But you know what? It can't get the word can't get around if you murder every if single person. If you murder person. them all, exactly. Um. So three days after they made the treaty with the Gibeonites, the Israelites heard that they were neighbors living near them. So the Israelites. Oh, fuck. Hold on. I gotta pause this. Sorry. It's okay. What? Yeah. Oh, and we're back yeah. Dude I wish you didn't pause it Because that was a two second phone call He just answers He goes Hey we're doing the podcast And he goes Ah fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I should have put it up to the microphone Ah fuck it. See ya well, he, he never call, never calls me twice in a row Yeah So, so I mean he would have he told you If you needed He you. needs me to do something Ah fuck But he knows the podcast is more important than anything <laughs> Yeah Because of you guys The one true podcast The one true podcast uh, and to each it was. And we broadcast and live every, will su- be. And, uh, <laughs> every Sunday. So three days later. Jesus Christ, superstar. I'm going to start this for the 14th time. Three days after they made the treaty with the Gibeonites, the Israelites heard that they were neighbors living near them. So the Israelites set out and on the third day came to their cities, Gibeon, Keripha, Beeroth, Kirath, Jerim. I'm not reading those again. Don't want to hear them again. But the Israelites did not attack them because the leaders of the assembly had sworn an oath. Oh, well, they upheld to it. them by the Lord, the God of Israel. Hey, that's new. The whole assembly grumbled against the leaders, but all the leaders answered. We have given them our oath by the Lord, the God of Israel, and this we and we cannot touch them now. This is what we will do to them. <laughs> we, will, we won't kill them, but we will starve them out. We will let them live so that the wrath will not fall on us for breaking the oath we swore to them. They continued, let them live, but let them be woodcutters and water carriers for the entire community. Oh, they're going to make them slaves. So the leader's promise to them was kept. (laughs) Holy fuck. I like how that's considered an oath. Exactly. An oath upheld. We don't, we won't. We won't kill you. We won't kill you, but we will take you all. I guess what I guess. Remember, they're one generation removed from being slaves in Egypt. And yeah. now they're enslaving their neighbors. Absolutely. And and if they would have inquired with God. As mercy, though. Remember that verse back before where it's like, and they didn't inquire of the Lord. Because God would have said, kill those motherfuckers. Yeah. Right? Fuck the oath. Yeah. No, God would They wouldn't have made the oath. That's what's implied. They didn't inquire with God. So they. Oh, they, they be- said, kill these travelers. They be- yeah. They yeah. believed their story and made the oath. Right. That's mm-hmm. what's implied there. So 
and I mean, and this is remember, this is propaganda. This is we're supposed to we're on the side like, of are Israel. Are you telling me the women and children are carrying buckets of water? Probably, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That like little tiny, uh, what are those things yeah. called? The alls or whatever you put on the your shoulder that you Pot. carry the buckets on. Yeah, those little. I don't even know if they had those technology yet. Maybe just a jar on their shoulder and they forever walk with a fucking S in their backs. (laughs) That's funny. And they don't grow to over four and a half feet tall and they eat fucking dirt for their whole lives. Unfortunately, that kind of still exists in some places. There's this uh, one community. You know what's kind of funny? Unfortunately, slavery is real. Not not the slavery part, but there's just like some places in the world that refuse to accept technology or they just... For some reason, through a billion un- unlucky events, yeah, didn't get it, yeah, because it's it's fucking everywhere in the world. But there's still like a couple places. There's one where they mine. It's one of the only ways to make money, I guess, if you stay there in this place. Is you have to be a miner in like some horrifying mine, and they <laughs> see this. Is, I saw this documentary and I was like, this doesn't make any sense because why <laughs> wouldn't Kyle's got his arms up like he's already defensive? Because why wouldn't Okay, so this is the documentary, right? This is like fucking five, ten years ago I saw this thing. And they're carrying buckets of, of uh, like they got a, a bucket on like a stick, two yeah. buckets or whatever, and it's over one shoulder or just a bucket on their shoulder, Yeah. right? So all, these, all the men in this community who do this job have a gigantic callus that's about half the size of their head on the shoulder they carry everything on. And they're like, it's a, it ends up being a pad. It's just a thing full of fluid, right? Yeah. It's disgusting. So instead of it, they have an S lean and a growth on their shoulder. But I'm like, any entrepreneur gets in this industry, creates an all from 2,000 years ago, those things you put over their shoulders, yeah. now they double their productivity. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, how does that not exist? How does someone not give them two thousand year old technology? It. It's the way we do it, dude. In, in the in the age of like in the age of two thousand and five, these people are carrying buckets on their shoulders. Because up until about three hundred years ago, someone tra- needs to get control of this mine. Someone needs to like invest some money into it. I feel like these people are like, this Here's is our th- mine. We're doing it this way. Yeah, I mean, if Just you pay them twenty five cents a day, yeah, carry it however you want. <laughs> I guess so, dude. I could get in there. Paying 35 cents a day, double the productivity, now making 15 more cents. You know I think what I mean? Your great, great, great grandfather had ideas like that. <laughs> I think so. All right. On to the, on to the Bible. Well, tradition's fucking ridiculous. We do things because we do it this way. Tradition used to matter because it, there was a cost associated with innovation. It was a learned experience that you yeah. didn't want to have to relearn. Exactly. Yeah. And it helped. But now... But now there's such rapid innovation. Exactly. Your traditions are dumb. Exactly. This this one, this Bible one, is the one the number one dumbest tradition still followed. Do you know that it's... By the, the most people in the world. Uh, mark my words right now. I think the Bible's having a resurgence. You think so? I absolutely think so. Uh, I think... Hey, we're on the front end of that. We curve. are. We are. <laughs> we're about to be fucking famous, baby. Uh, now we're going to be so unfamous. So they... so. Back to the Bible. They've uh, and, made the uh, water back. carriers. We're back to the Bible. Water carriers and woodcutters. Then Joshua summoned the Gibeonites and said, Why did you deceive us by saying, We live a long way from you while you actually live near us? You are now under a curse. You will never cease to serve as woodcutters and water carriers for the house of my God. Why did you do that? Because we didn't want to get fucking massacred, you assholes. Like, why the fuck do you think they did it? Oh, uh, What? Joshua goes, why did you do that? Now I'm cursing you to be this for the rest of time. You're going to be our slaves, right? Why did you lie to us? Yeah. 
I like how the Jews make everything <laughs> and they make themselves right in every scenario. Okay, that's not just that's anybody who ever recorded history did that, right? We're not reading about anyone who ever recorded history. We're reading about the Jews right now <laughs> yeah. doing it over and over again. You just is it just the way it's like I'm talking the, about the Jews right now, Caleb? Yeah, I know. Not the Jews today. <laughs> I just You're fucking kidding me? Is this the sweet- oh, should I say Israelites? Will that make you more comfortable? Find yes. the Israelites. Yes, the Israelites. A.K.A. the fucking Jews. Caleb's a retard. The <sighs> Jewies of the Jews are the biggest kikes. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Then they answer Joshua. My point is, they take... Like, they're going to brutally massacre people. Yeah. And they go, why did you do that? Exactly. And then the person goes, because I didn't want to be brutally massacred. Well, would you rather be slaves? Because those are your only two options, because we're terrible also, people. Also, they wouldn't have even made them slaves. No, right? they would have massacred them. Like, back here, without inquiring of the Lord. If they would have inquired of the Lord, God would have saw through the Here's deception. Here's the bullshit about that, though. The Lord always knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. You don't need to inquire with him. Why do you need to inquire? You do. He, why? He's everywhere, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-doing. Because... He's completely omnipotent, yet you need to ask him a question for him to answer? Not not, not from a... That... He, he should be answering 100% of questions all the time. Yes, yes, he should. He should. In in, in the universe where... And it, it should be... Like, it, it should be uni- not zero... It should be also literally zero effort for him to do so. Uh-huh. In the universe where if that's true, that's how it should work. However... This is propaganda, right? And so it's constant. Remember all the times they God nah, could get them out of real. a bind. This is real. <laughs> all the times God could get them out of a bind, and you didn't ask the Lord, or you didn't do what God said. Nah, so I've been reading a lot of right wing podcasts lately. Yeah. I think abortion is murdering babies, and God is real. So, but, th- but you're totally right. Why couldn't God just go, hey, this is deception? But it's you didn't inquire of the Lord. Every time you're supposed to do something, you inquire of the Lord. God needs you to ask, right? Yeah. It's, that's, that's why. And you're totally right, logic-wise. Uh-huh. Like, God should just be like, hey, those guys are lying to you. All, kill the, them. all the time for everything. Yeah. But they didn't inquire Like, of a the Lord. prayer should be you listening to God constantly answer, answering your questions. Mm-hmm. Because that should be where prayer is. But it's not. You shouldn't have to <laughs> fucking ask anything. It doesn't Exa- make any sense. Exactly that. You know what's funny? What's going Like, why I think... First of all, I think Christianity is getting a, a big bump because people are... In the deficit of Christianity, a lot of other shit took over. Like, for some reason, human beings need religion. Like, diet has become a fucking crazy religion, obviously, in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Well, especially North America, where nothing goes wrong. So they're like, we, we have to, to care do about this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. But in politics, especially, there's like, if you're, it's becoming tribal again. I, oh, when yeah. I was younger, politics was like, you can have. It was this. Maybe I was just imagining it, but it seemed like you could pick and choose from both sides and be a middle ground, agree, disagree yeah, type I, of person. I think this policy is good over here, and I think this policy is good over and here. And no one would flip out about it. But now... You believe all these... All policies. of it on one side or all of it on the other side, and they're both so crazy extreme now. It's. I watched the liberal debate, part of it, and it was hilarious. Ten people Canadian, talking over each other. The Canadian liberal no, debate? No, for... Um, the Not Democratic? Liberal. Democrat debate, sorry. Okay. I'm too Canadian. Yeah. Democrat. And uh, there's like 10 people talking. To, it seemed cartoonish. It's hilarious. I was talking to my uncle. My it's uncle's fucking... now, because he's like, my uncle's like really extreme right wing. Mm-hmm. Well, like he's pretty extreme right wing. So he was none of these positions before. Mm-hmm. But now he's like, he's an atheist. I guarantee he's going to be religious soon. I guarantee it. But he's been an atheist for like a long time. Because mm-hmm. that was like an extreme position 20 years ago. Like, when I was young, being an atheist was extreme, and now it's the opposite, being whatever. 
but I think he's going to be religious now. But he's like on. He's now all of a sudden. We were in a car and I didn't want to get in a huge argument. But now he's all of a sudden. You anti- didn't want to get in a huge argument. There's other people in the car, <laughs> you know. And I, and my uncle's kind of nuts. He would just fucking freak out immediately. He wouldn't even have a discussion. It's, but he's anti. He's anti-abortion now. But he's he doesn't consider any other life sacred. You know what I mean? Just whatsoever. He, so I want to be like at. So is the is so you think a zygote and a baby are all equal? And he would say yes. Yeah. He would absolutely. Then I want to be like, would a baby to a three year old are those all equal? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's fucking insane. It to your point of how they just like take the all the it's to me what's crazy is the way that they like you said assume all the beliefs. So I I believe this in my life. Most of the Christians I know don't believe in global warming or climate change. They all like the abortion thing, but it's like, they all accept the same rules. Like you have to, or you're not part of the club, but just because you believe the Bible, you now have to, they're like, it's crazy how many like Trump supporters they are just because that's what you do. But it's where in the Bible does it say that? But they all think like that. You know what I mean? Because there's, it's, it's there's like five points you have to, it's whatever's the mainstream at the time. It's fucking bizarre. It, it's become crazy polarized. I don't want to make this more politics, but anyways. Also, I forgot my point with the fucking one year to three year thing. You talk, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um. Well, it doesn't matter. I had a thing. So why Joshua asked them why did you lie? They said they didn't answer, but Joshua cursed them. So you're gonna be water carriers for the house of my God. <clears throat> they answered Joshua. Your servants were clearly told how the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give the whole land and wipe out all its inhabitants from before you. Oh, so God's pissed that the, they made them slaves. The, no, this is this is the Gibeonites answering Joshua. So why, Joshua says, why did you lie to me? You're cursed. So uh, they know what God told them? And the, the, the Gibeonites do? They. This is what the Gibeonites answer Joshua. Your servants were clearly told how the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you the whole land and to wipe out all its inhabitants from before you. How would they know that? That's the that's the legend. Go, that's the rumor going around. So the Israelites sack, they kill Sihon and and Heshbon east of the Jordan. Two fucking big. But if you're not letting if you're not letting people live, how does the word get around? It gets around. People live. They're, people do live. Yeah. They, so they're not wiping out everybody. Well, it says we killed every last it says one of they them. Did, but they're clearly not. Yeah. Maybe, what is God whispering in there or two? That's I mean that's normal for if you. It's not normal for I wiped out every person in the name of God. Says God, yep, good job, buddy. Two thumbs up, you e- did it. Even the Mongols, when they would fucking completely decimate a city in China, they would kill the, all the inhabitants. Then they would come back four days later and kill anyone they hadn't got yet. Oh, so but you know, I'm saying people still survive. There's oh, going to so, be people that get away. You're like the dumb guy in an action movie. You know what I mean? That gets like killed doing some like grand gesture. Yeah. And they go, he was like, did I get it? And you're like, yeah, you got him, buddy. Yeah. So God's like the, the, you got him, buddy. And the Jews are the retard dying on the ground. Yeah. You got him. Did I do it? Yeah. You killed them all. You got them all. all, buddy. So they, they had heard this. So we feared for our lives because of you. And this is why we did. And that is why we did this. We are now in your hands. Do to us whatever seems good and right to you. So Joshua saved them from the Israelites and they did not kill them. That day he made the Gibeonites woodcutters and water carriers for the community and for the altar of the Lord at the place that the Lord would choose. And this and that is what they are doing sorry, and that is what they are to and this is why Caleb has to pre read. And that is what they are to this day. 
what they are what they are yeah, to this day. I understand what that means. I couldn't read it. You're not supposed to start a sentence with and. It's a conjunction. Capital A. And that is what they are to this day. And it's on two different lines. Oh, that was that was like that was like fourth grade kid held back right there. Getting frustrated. It's, it's too, it was the fucking last sentence of the whole chapter. And that's what they are to this day. If we don't have an email, I'm blowing my brains out. It's been two and a half weeks. Oh, we have a fucking lot of them. We can't get to them all today, though. That's amazing. Okay. Now, idiots, listeners. <laughs> fucking retards. We're only reading suck my dick. the best emails. Unless we get none, then you're just going to get read. So, And if we... Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Go on. No, I actually... I don't want to say what I was about to say because it was it would make our job harder. I was going to say... We'll just read them later when we don't get emails, but then we're not reading a queue of fucking emails. No, we'll get we'll get we'll get we'll a servant to do that. Yeah, and our servant is Kyle. No, I'm absolutely not the servant. I employ. Do you other, want to serve it? Other low level comedians to do <laughs> reading for me. I know a guy that's desperate to be our Jamie. I know, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get there maybe. Okay, we got one from Keith. You remember Keith? Yeah, Keith's the Keith's the guy that's Bible's actually totally devout. factual. He's devout. And the, he titles this, I still think the Bible is easier to prove than God. Well, the Bible exists. I'm holding one now. But you're, yeah. you're saying that the destruction of Jericho actually happened by the Jews the way the Bible says? Yeah, well, we'll get into it. First of all, I apologize for not emailing back sooner. I've had some technical difficulties in listening to podcasts lately. Keith, I don't answer my phone for weeks. Don't worry about it, buddy. Yeah, we won't hold it against you. Everything else we will, but that one thing we won't. First of all, or for one, I didn't expect you would read my email. Yeah, we sifted to a giant pile of three emails and yours came <laughs> third. Second, since you never emailed back, I figured you were too afraid to respond. Oh, you fucking did it now, Keith. Really? He said kidding. Oh. I know how Kyle's ADD can be. I, <laughs> Tell yeah, me about it, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> it probably kicked in and he just forgot. Warning. This will ramble a little. Perfect. So does the Bible. We got time. Sorry, Kyle. I'll try to summarize it for you. <laughs> Dude. Thanks for apologizing. That's all you need. That's all I need. That's all I need just, is apologize ahead of time. Just give Kyle a little quick hand job just to swash his ego just a go. little bit. We're good. I won't yell at you that much. One of... Okay. He like put these in bullet point, but not bullet points, little asterisks in front of them, which makes it funnier to me Like it already notes. seems like he's rock, you know, yeah. little, already you're putting asterisks. One of the sciences of studying ancient documents is historical criticism. Mm-hmm. Scholars who study this regard, the Old Testament is historically accurate. Which scholars? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a fact. <laughs> scholars. That's, that's fact number one. Scholars. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's fact number one. Archaeology supports events, people, and places mentioned not only... Some. Some of the events. Nope. This is another fact, Caleb. Shut the fuck up. This is All a, of the this, events? These, or? Are, these are the facts. Okay, the archaeology supports that the river. St- oh, he said. Okay, you did say no miracles, which is most of the Bible. However, yeah, the Philistines were a people. Jericho did exist. That doesn't mean it happened. The archaeology way the Bible- supports events, people, and places mentioned not only in the Bible but other ancient writings. Of course, Caleb. It hasn't uncovered everything. Probably never will. You dummy. But <laughs> discoveries tend to be consistent with Bible events. Whether those ethics or moral teachings are trustworthy would end up to the reader. 
would be up to the reader. Okay, so, so. my in your judgment, it works. In my judgment, it does not work. So are mm-hmm. we both right? Up to the reader. <laughs> it's how you read it. That's what the Bible is. It's not a bunch of facts. It is a bunch of facts, though. It's not a bunch of facts, and it's up to the reader, but it's also a bunch of facts you got to do what they say. Scholars agree it means whatever you want. (laughs) Scholars agree that the words don't mean what words normally mean. Like, literally used to mean literally. Now it means figuratively. Exactly. It's exactly like that. Okay. (laughs) Supporting manuscripts and sources, there are a large number of ancient copies of the Old Testament dating pretty far back. I like that. That's a very uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty not that. I can see you. Pretty at the, not that close. I can history. see you at the keyboard like dating to two thousand eighteen hundred. Far. It was pretty far. Yeah. Not, you know what? Little, little while back. So the time between events to the written copy. He wrote events. Mm-hmm. So it was confusing. To the written copy. Okay, you got me. There's a huge gap there. <laughs> <laughs> but compared to the support of other ancient writings and their truth claims, even the Old Testament is best supported. Um, no, but so, no, even I, no, the Old Testament, even though it sucks, is better than all the rest of them because they suck worse. Okay, my dad can beat up your dad. So no, no, no. So to, to so yes, the time between events in the written copy, and as as you acknowledge, right. Big big gap, and Correct, that, that's yeah. true in other histories. Herodotus and you know the, the Greeks and the Romans, Pliny and stuff. They, they they would often write about events that happened two hundred years before them, and we hope they were going off source documents or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess kind of a moot point. The the thing that they're saying, the thing that you're saying, is promising eternal life. So you have a lot higher standard of, of criticism, of criticism, right? And let's just even imagine. Or it. like the Romans were like, we sucked each other's dicks and stabbed some people. And so like, eh. they'd both be not perfectly accurate and very much. Like, we, we could, the, you can't suck everyone's dick. The opinion of the person who wrote them. But let's, like, 9 11 happened what? <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't believe it. 18 years ago? Don't believe it happened. No, but it happened 18 years ago. I actually don't believe in 9 11. And we have video and. Uh, like, I don't know if you've ever seen video of the Twin Towers before. 2001 they don't let me make my video, point video doesn't exist my point is that let me make my point like the writings like what jesus the first the gospel of mark 38 fucking years after jesus existed in a time with no fucking internet cell phones or hardly any writing okay mm-hmm. what kind of preposteroni tony lies get made up in 38 fucking years how do they know it's 38 years that's that could be a lie the most accurate yeah exactly that's the accepted scholarly view scholars agree Thirty-eight years. You know Me what? and Keith and the scholars <laughs> all agree on that. You know what? The devil could have written the whole Bible. Exactly. You didn't you think about that. Okay. okay, so continue. Did God really write the Bible? Good question. No. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I've, I've tried to not go there. I've tried to not go there, sister, in my email. But that's, what the fuck <laughs> is your point then, man? Wait, I don't know. I don't know, but let's let's find out. But that's why I enjoy listening to you. That's why I enjoy listening to why you think he did. Oh, I'm joking. The the point, okay. Does he think that we're making an argument for God writing the Bible? No, no, no. We always say that, okay, so the accepted view is God guided the people who wrote it. And 
Of course. We used to always say on the podcast, this, whatever is in the Bible is exactly what God intended or else God wouldn't have let it in there, right? Yes. So he's saying, I think by extension, that we... I think that we agree God wrote the Bible. He's saying, I think, that God didn't write the Bible. I and think that, that is humans, what he's saying. That humans wrote it. And if God would have wrote it, it would have been perfect, but humans wrote it, so this is the best a human well, approximation. If, if humans wrote it, then there's no proof of the yeah, God. That, no, it's, it's, <laughs> even, a... it's actually even dumber <laughs> yeah. somehow. It is, because it means, but, it means but, there's no proof of God whatsoever. But more accurate. Well, because if you say God wrote this, yeah. and it's so outrageous and retarded, then you're like, God didn't write that. Humans fucked up what God but originally tried to... But if you say humans to... wrote it, then it's the same as everyone yeah, else back then. Exactly. And that it's the dumb fairy tale. Exactly that. So, we're on the same page, Keith. You bring up excellent observations. <laughs> I, thank you. And questions that anybody should be asking. Like, where are the fucking bones? <laughs> Six million of them. Or no, sorry. 600,000 fighting And then men. he goes, skim past all that boring stuff. <laughs> That follows for a final note. What is this? What's all this? Oh, my God. Keith. Holy shit. Okay. We'll get into it a little. This is a lot. Okay, you said skim past that shit, and then this is his real point? Skim past all that boring... Skim past all the boring stuff that follows for a final note. Oh, so he lays his case and then puts the TLDR at the bottom. So skip past it, read the bottom, and if we want to... Oh, I got it. Good, because it's it was long, and we're gonna skip it. And depending on how dumb your final note is, we might have to go into. We might have to go back. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to see. Final note: In case you didn't look him up, scholars agree. Bart Ehrman. Okay, no, we haven't looked him up. I've not heard. He's a scholar of the New Testament. Okay, but became an atheist. Is he the guy on Sam Harris's podcast? I don't know. Because if he is, I don't know why you would cite him. Because he doesn't believe the Bible at all. Despite his rejection of the resurrection and debating against Christians, he holds to his scholarly scholarly work that the events in the New Testament are historically accurate. Here's here's a sunk cost that happens in people's lives that you see all the time, where someone dedicated thirty years of their life to the Bible and then they realize it doesn't exist. They got to cling to some of the part where, well, at least it's historically good, or at least it helped people over society somehow, or at least it did something beneficial to get us here. Yeah. AKA Jordan Peterson. They can't just throw the whole thing out the window, <laughs> or else the whole life is over. <laughs> okay, that and um. Not counterpoint, but additional point or side point. I'm not saying the Bible is completely wrong. The Babylonians did exist. There was wars between Cyrus and um, Persia. Look, a broken clock's right twice a day, no, Keith. No, no, not even the broken clock. There is, this is woven with real history. But for you to go so far as to say that the entire Bible is historically out- accurate is outrageous. The Bible is a game of telephone or people trying really hard. You know what I mean? At best case scenario... So next, trying really hard at telephone. Next week on the podcast, I will show you all the different anachronisms where they're talking about two people, two armies that fought that didn't exist within 500 years of each other or hundreds of years or whatever the fuck. Because that's the main way how they know this because they can date. And so when they're writing this, you know, a thousand years afterwards in the reign of Josiah, all these things that we're talking about right now, Jericho and otherwise, they go... You know, there was wars between Israel and the Amorites or the Israel and this, but there what they could the, the Amalekites and Amorites, those are just two examples. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but there's people groups that didn't exist at the same time. And that's how they know that this was written way after the fact and AKA factually inaccurate, right? 
But they are accurate in the sense that those people groups did exist. Yes. There are Jews, everybody. Yes. Jews are real. (laughs) They're real. They deserve their spot in the Middle East. They're not a race. That is their territory. They're not a race. They're both, actually. They believe in... Imagine... I'm reading Sapiens. They're a race and a culture. Have you heard of Sapiens? You become a race when you don't stray outside your culture for a thousand years, so... You you, kind of create your own race. But, like, DNA-wise, they're everything. They're a giant mix. Um, have you heard of a red sapiens? It's fantastic. I'm reading it now. Nope. And they talk, no homo. They talk about the Jews not being a race, but the, sapiens no homo. No homo sapiens, full blown homo sapiens, dude. <laughs> no homo, man. Full blown AIDS. No, don't tell me that, Caleb. Don't tell me that. Okay, we're gonna get through. I will. Ag- <laughs> I will agree. Oh, uh, dude, Keith. I think Keith is on a journey. Struggling with his own beliefs right now. If you're listening to other podcasts, like... What's he about to admit? With atheists and stuff. What's he about to admit? You know what I mean? If you're, if you're listening to other... Read it to me, God Sam Harris podcasts and shit like that, they're going to convince you. Just enjoy the Bible beaters for what it is. Okay, what is the... I will agree with you that the Old Testament has some weird stuff in it. <laughs> it's all historically oh, accurate. Oh, yeah, Scholars well, agree. It's the exact opposite of what... You can't ha- say the Old Testament has weird stuff and the Bible is a very historically well, accurate document. Here's the thing. The weird stuff could be historically accurate. It could be that they broke the necks of birds and waved it around their Sure. Tents. Yeah. That's, that probably did happen. I don't think they made that up. I honestly think that's more likely that that's true than all the extravagant events of their achievements. Yeah. or All the, the weird inside shit. The wandering of the desert for 40 years. Yeah. All the stuff that is an aside that they didn't, that doesn't sound good or all that stuff's probably more likely to be true. Yeah. All the stuff that is part of their pride is going to be embellished, but like broke the necks, whatever, yeah. all that stuff. It's probably more likely that they made them wear tassels and wore purple. Yeah, but uh, unless they, purple is like a rare color, that one probably... million people wandering the desert for forty years. No, that's historically accurate. Totally happened. Scholars agree. Yeah, I wonder. Didn't we... happen. It didn't fucking happen. We're gonna do a bonus episode with. And it's gonna be called Keith's intervention. <laughs> and we're just gonna have a convo. We're just gonna sit down as a couple bros. Also, I mean, have a little chat. We t- we touched on this earlier in the podcast, but dude, look up. Like the version of the Bible that you're reading today, just read the history of the actual Bible and f- li- read the arguments that people put forth for b- what books should be in and what books should be out. Like all that shit, you'll be like, what the fuck? And the stuff they took out, you're like, that, I can see why they took that out. Like that's, it's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that one had a talking donkey. No, wait, that one's in. He made a good point before. <laughs> all right. I will agree with you that the Old Testament has some weird stuff in it. I don't believe it is true for all people. What? What? <laughs> Hang on. There's subjective truth, Keith. For all time. Keith, I don't there's no such thing as subjective truth. There's truth or not truth. Yeah. There's facts. Uh, every, hey, read it how you want to read it. I think there is subjective truth under certain scenarios. Sure. But we're talking about the Bible, the historical truth of the Bible. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So either they did wander the desert for 40 years, a million of them, or they didn't. Yes. Or they did no, it yes, in right. way smaller numbers. Yeah. Or they, you know. No, you're right. It didn't happen the way it said it did. And that's not, hey. I don't believe it is true for all people <laughs> for all time. Keith's in a struggle, man. The Old the old Testament may, <laughs> may have some timeless truths. 
Sure. So you're talking about like sayings and like yes. lessons and shit. That has nothing to do. Dude, when we get to proper... I'm pretty sure that's been my whole point the whole time that the only re- thing is go- Bible is good for is it has some clinging, all-knowing truths in the sense that things you can live by to let you survive more than other people. Yeah, this... But that doesn't mean any of those are actual fact. Yeah. You can do that based on lies and survive. Yeah. No. And it can still be an all-knowing truth in the sense that it created you to the, a greater place than you were before. Don't murder. Good advice. People won't like you if you murder them. But that's not a fact that that's bad. That's a human. That's a societal trait. Uh, it's in the Bible, Kyle. Under scholars agree. I understand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. The, <laughs> the Old Testament may have some timeless truths, but the primary audience... He re- used the wrong two. That's unbelievable, Keith. He tried to get fancy and use T-O-O. He's like, this one's going to be... No one uses T-O-O unless they're trying really hard. Primary audience to the Bible. Yeah. But the primary audience is to the Jews for the time it was written. Oh, so the the history that we're supposed to believe is true was written for people at the time as propaganda? So God was lying to the Jews to get him to do what he wanted... But, but it's, it's hist- only true for the Jews then, even though it was never true for them. But it was only... But scholars get- agree it's historically but scho- accurate. But it's also historically accurate, even though it was propaganda to ma- manipulate the Jews. Actually, I'm, this is starting to make sense. I'm starting to follow this. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it now. You know what? I think... No, I, I want- for me, mm-hmm. the way I read it, that's true, dude. Like, I just... I, I read it slightly differently at a bit of a different angle with the lights turned up a bit more <laughs> yeah and i just realized that everything that i thought before was wrong and it's actually true oh you've done a complete 180 yeah you, i also I, global warming isn't real either i think technically you've been the, safe the earth is flat and do i don't vaccinate my kids do you know what's the thing about global warming now what is it no one says there's no well it's climate change now not global warming mm-hmm. but no one says there isn't climate change they just say it's not man-made it's not man-made that's the new that's the new angle we're which, which for sure the truth is that it's partially man-made, partially mm-hmm. not. It's just to what varying degree we can change our bad outcome a hundred years from now. That's the argument. Yeah, that shouldn't like the rest of it shouldn't be an argument whether we did it or not. Who cares? Yeah. It's done. Yeah. The argument should be how can we change it so we're not fucked? Yeah, exa- exactly that. <laughs> First of all, let's research how fucked we are. Yeah, and then weigh the cost and effect and see how much we need to change. I agree. That, every, I agree with you know everything I mean? you just said. All right. Do you want to keep running into politics? Alarmist. You're, oh, you're just an alarmist. Like, don't tell me it's bad. I don't want to hear about it. The but go- I, 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 I disagree with both sides that go, you have to abandon all the energy right now. I'm like, first of all, that's impossible. I would love to do that to just your community, you know, <laughs> yeah. just your community and watch you starve to death. Cause that's what would happen. If you did, if I snapped my fingers and did that, that's what would happen. Shut off all oil. All natural gas. You would just die. Yep. You helpless pussy behind your computer. You would die. My computer would still work though, right? Yeah, man. Electricity <laughs> forever, baby. <laughs> those cables. Got to get those cables. Um. Yeah, I guess. Wait, Elon Musk is going to save us with the satellites anyways. No, so. he's not. He is. There's no soap, Kyle. Don't <laughs> reproduce. Watch this thing burn to the ground. <laughs> There's no soap? No soap in my hole. Dude, you, you can make soap out of people. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Fight club. Fight club, bitch. Hmm. So that's my goal for the end of the world is to take... uh, Keith, you keep living your truth, man. You just keep believing. You know, I kind of... You know, this is... I had a much slower struggle than you and Keith in this, but I I understand this because I've been through this. It just didn't take me very long. 
took me about a month. Yeah. <laughs> it took me about a month of reading shit. Because there is people in my family that believed in God, and there's people yeah. that didn't. And when I asked my parents, they're just like, figure it out for yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? And it took me about... I'm I'm being... It took me about a week. The, <laughs> the most re- annoying part is... To the- read what... Essentially, the advice they, the advice they give you is believe harder, pray more, think harder. Read but this it. doesn't make any sense. No, that's that's what I keep. I no, go, but this doesn't make any sense. So what do you want me to do? Believe harder. That's the demon of disbelief, okay. dude. I'm reading more though, Faith. and it's making even less sense. Okay, Kyle. Look, I'm rationalizing it. I'm breaking it down. I'm formulating it, do making you know even less most, sense. The most valuable. I want to kill myself. I've been jerking off alone every night. Okay, reading the Bible. The most crying. valuable attribute of a Christian. The, Why am I jerking off? The I greatest have no idea. thing that the greatest thing that you can do for God is yeah. have faith. What is faith? I don't know. Believing without does it say seeing. that in the Bible? Or yeah. does the preachers just say that? No, Jesus said you gotta be like little children. I don't believe in Jesus. You gotta be like little children. You have to literally retard your brain to when you didn't understand stuff. Yeah. And that's how you get into heaven. To be a retard. You have to believe because. And then when you see evidence contrary, you ignore that. Because that's the greatest thing you can do is believe. No matter what, who, what does God reward? Faith. People who believe blindly, and that's the answer you get over and over and over and over again. Why did God make my brain so that it thinks rationally, needs some sort of supporting logic or reasons? It's hard to just not think propaganda, 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 propaganda when you hear it like that. No, but that's the most praised attribute yeah. of a Christian: faith. Oh, they got. They got See, I never. He's I was strong never, in his faith. I was never in the church. So Unshakable. I, I've never heard this stuff before. It's like insanity. The faith, the faith thing. It always blows my mind because that is the cultiest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's the number one thing you're supposed to have it's is cu- faith. Yeah, just take this LSD. He's strong me, in his faith. Let me fuck your That's wife. That's like a compliment. Oh, man, the guy's so strong in his faith. I showed him all these facts about how the Bible was wrong. Didn't believe him. So strong <laughs> in his faith. Scholars agree in their <laughs> You know, You know how like all... You ever I see, mean, everybody has to have faith. That's you the, know, people with faith are always smiling. You ever notice that? Yeah, because they're morons. They're fucking idiots. They're going through the world just staring at stuff like God's going to look out for this, and they get hit by a car and die. And then it's like, oh, they had faith right up until the very end, and they got taken out. I saw a study. I guess they asked people how often they smile or whatever. And then uh, they did an IQ test, and they found out that people smile all the time are way dumber. <laughs> like, way dumber. Like I- if you, so if you see... You know how, like, you see just some grinning idiot? You know that slow, like, grinning idiot saying? Yeah. Apparently, that's just true. Well, And you just know that in your heart. You know it in your heart through... Is that why you're so miserable, Kyle? Because you're so smart? Oh, there's way more reasons why I'm miserable, <laughs> and that's not one. You can, Here's the thing about being being unhappy. It doesn't take intelligence either. <laughs> you can be a moron and a genius and be equally miserable. All right. Where, where the fuck were we? Oh, the primary audience for the Jews. Okay, so if, again, for the rambling and the late response, you weren't, you weren't late. We uh, were gone for Dude, two weeks. we're here every we're right, week. We're right, Keith, you're right on time, Keith. We're here every week. You can you can write us in a year from now and tell us, Dude, thank you guys for getting me out of that shit. The second I started actually reading about where the Bible came from, it all made sense that it was complete nonsense. <laughs> now I live in a world with no God and hopelessness while the planet dies. Thank you so much for inviting me. Don't you feel me. better? Now crack a beer and drink your <laughs> drink your worries away, Keith. Kyle, uh, down here at the very bottom of this can, mm-hmm. soulless. Soulless? There's a black, yeah, soulless. There's a black hole at the bottom Peace. there? I'm drinking my way to happiness. Is not happiness at the bottom? The thing is, you just it's always at the bottom, and then when you're out, it's in a different one. That's the problem. Uh, so I was in the next beer. That's yeah. the thing about beer. So I was in the next one. 
It's tricky. It's tricky like God. Yeah. In this life, you might be miserable, but in your next life, it's going to be fantastic. What do I get to do? Worship me all the fucking time. Yeah, but it's going to be great too, though, right? No, it's not. I always taunt my mom. I say, have fun in heaven. At least notice me in hell. I always say, like, at least remember. I guess that's a cool thing in heaven is you can watch hell. Just just petition. Just like, there's Caleb. What a stupid idiot. I tried to tell him my whole life. <laughs> there he is getting raped again. <laughs> yeah. How do you enjoy heaven if your family's in hell? It depends which part. Which part of hell? <laughs> which part of my family's in there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell for that sick hook, line, and sinker. You brought up some good challenges to some of the things in my earlier email. <clears throat> Remind me what the what they were, or I'll ask something else. We're not going back to remind you. Dude. I don't know what that means, Cal. That's I feel like that's a listener's job. To I think, re, I think I'm not rereading my notes. Off the top of my head, when you said miracles aside, the Bible's historically inaccurate. My challenges were the anachronisms, as in things that couldn't have happened when the Bible said they happened, and the out the outrageous claims of numbers and the uh, I don't know archaeological evidence of like the temple of solomon and the city of david which is supposed to be all of fucking israel in the middle east and they found maybe one little fucking tiny little palace nowhere they're like i guess this is solomon's palace that they wrote about in the bible it's like this huge thing it's like imagine disneyland times a thousand and then they find what they think that it is and it's like this pitiful like it's the size of your house what <laughs> Sorry, I was reading ahead on QCML. I also heard is like going into the desert thinking there's a Solomon's temple. They yeah. either I, I don't know what that is. Okay, so in the Bible coming up, Solomon makes this temple for God that's this most outrageous pimped out. It's the Playboy Mansion of Solomon's time. He literally fucked a thousand chicks in there. Oh, so it's literally the Playboy Mansion. But uh So it's it's more Solomon's temple than God's well, temple. Oh, sorry, that's <clears throat> The temple is where they worship God. The palace is where he fucked all the chicks. But anyways, it's supposed to be this elaborate thing. Dude, I'd, I'd so they the found palace. they found a place that's either the what they think is it based on where it says it was in the Bible, but it's not as big as they said it was in the Bible. Well, obviously. Exactly. So either they haven't found it or it's Pinner. So he fucked five chicks. Half of them related to him <laughs> and wrote about it. Yeah, it was a thousand. <laughs> Tell him it was a thousand. It was 200 wives, 200, 280 wives and 700 concubines. That's how many it was. Here's the thing. I found everyone that brags about their notches, the people that have a lot of notches that I've known in my life, I've never heard a goddamn word from them on how many girls they fucked. The people who are like, yeah, I fucked 40 chicks, fucked 20 tops, and half of them were sleeping. You know what I mean? Jesus. <laughs> Play the song. By the way, it's not over yet. By the way, Kyle, <clears throat> you are a god. I'm just kidding. Kevin's <laughs> about to lose it. As for how old I am and what qualifications I have, no real qualifications. You and don't I, have to tell us. And I'm 13. Just interested in what people are saying about the Bible, good or bad, and I'm probably about the age of your parents, more or less. Okay. I Cool. Thanks for emailing again, Keith. And I respect... I. Again, we trashed you a little bit. I respect your uh, your genuineness. Yeah, very genuine. Yeah, forthrightness, forthrightness, honesty. That's another good one. I don't know why you have you're looking this late in life for answers, Um, Keith. Maybe your candor. Maybe your wife left you. Your candor. That's what I respect. Your candor. 
All right, I was going to go on a spiel about how shit's really bad for Keith. Oh, sorry. We'll just making stuff up, but that's fine. I just want to have a big word. Keith would close by saying, wear your helmets when you play outside, for God's sakes, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see the damage has already been done. <laughs> Thank you for the... <laughs> hey, we'll let you have the last word. Love the closing statement, Keith. Appreciate the emails. You can send them to BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. We're back, bitches. You can follow us on uh, it, all social media. We, we never left for them, but I'm, <laughs> I left, so I'm back. You're still bitches. You can uh, give us a five-star rating on iTunes or suck my fucking dick. Say beat it. Suck my dick or beat. give us a five-star rating. Beat One or the other. Dick. They both work. You can follow us on Instagram, Bible Beaters. Twitter, I don't use it, but we have one. <laughs> Caleb's Dick Spazer. See you later.